0: Do 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 Who? I mean, this podcast we have theme music now, guys. Welcome to Gambling for Shoes. We <laughs> we almost almost had our very first guest this week, but um, what life got in the way. So I know I've been teasing the guests for uh, you know a few hundred episodes. Um, it will happen we're getting so close but you know maybe maybe this is all what we secretly like the best me sitting on my couch wearing shorts for underwear and pretending like i know about the nfl uh hello everyone my name is jack snodgrass i am a stand-up comic in chicago illinois i used to play professional baseball I had a foot fungus. I had to get rid of shoes, and now I'm gambling for my shoes. Hence the name, "Gambling for Shoes." God damn it! Thank you so much for being here. The podcast is—it's almost over. The <laughs> episode, man. Yeah, almost had a guest. My friend Spencer DeMolke, funny comic in Cincinnati. He was up here. He was staying in this in this very room right now, and uh, we were gonna do it, but we didn't. I do need some new equipment, which I've been saying. I mean, the the things that we do to procrastinate, the things that we justify to get in our own way to keep us from doing what needs to be done. This podcast needs guests. But for some reason, I like turn into a toddler. I'm like, I need equipment, but I don't know. I don't know which, what do I need. How much does it cost? I can't afford it. I have a job, dude. I can buy, if I really want to, I'm gambling. I'm I'm literally setting money on fire. Okay, hate me or love me. I have expendable, disposable income, and I could be using it on thing on on podcast stuff. But instead, I'm using it to bet on the fucking bills. God damn it! Did anyone want... <laughs> Dude, okay. So last week, I had a. <laughs> I felt so good. I went. I I knew the Seahawks were gonna win. That was did that was that last week hold on I feel like I've said this before I'm sorry you guys what did I do I gotta look at last week since it's been an almost a full week you know I've really forgotten yeah yeah I like the Seahawks they're they're in Arizona I knew they're gonna whip ass I knew it I knew the Bengals are gonna whip ass okay and I hedged you know, money to, to those games, knowing that I was going to win, and I won. But guess what? I made some other bets that involved the goddamn Buffalo Bills losing to the Jets. A bet on the Bills. Everyone says, oh, greatest team in the NFL. Best team in the league by so much. And they lose to the Jets, dude? Fuck off. Like... Hold on, that's me, that's me putting chemicals in my butt. I'm getting... I'm getting hyped up. So, if you're not listening and you're like, what in God's name is happening? Here's a little context. I like to evaluate NFL football teams. It's fun to assign judgment. It's fun. It's, a, it's the appropriate play. I'm an opinionated person. And saying scathing things about NFL teams or whatever, that's, that's a healthy way for me to exercise this. I can't be criticizing my wife the way I talk about the Bills. You know, like fucking Zach Wilson, clean it up, do the dishes. <laughs> Can't do that, so I'm just gonna get mad here. So, I like, uh, I'm a Bengals fan, and it's been up and down, but then because they went to the Super Bowl last year, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, probably an anomaly, we're probably a few years away, but then also. They kick the shit out of bad teams, and that's a very good thing. So, the point I'm trying to make is, is that I, as much as I give up on the Bengals during this season, I do think that they, they could be a legitimate competitor. And then when I see someone like the Bills, who are a legitimate competitor, go and lose to the Jets, who, like, come on, guys. They're not good. I, so, I, any given Sunday, dude. So, it makes me think that maybe the Bengals aren't so bad off if the Jets are going to fucking beat the Bills. What? So maybe things aren't so bad with your team if you're out there. I think that's what that's the lesson. That's what we're all gonna put in our little pockets. The the mighty Bills fucking blew it out their ass, and in football it just showed it literally anything can happen. And if you get caught slipping in the NFL, then you can get beat by a bad team. And that that's 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 what gambling is. That's the essence of this shit, because they're handicapping games. You're trying to guess the score. You're trying to judge who has the advantage, who has a disadvantage, and what that what that computation gets you is the spread. So, like the <laughs> sometimes I'm talking, I'm like, "Good God, people listen! I can't believe it." So, a traditional NFL game, Team A versus Team B, the 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 basic spread, the the where, the, where it starts is the home team is favored by three. That's just like. baseline but then when you start handicapping which is evaluating the pros and cons the weaknesses of each team then that spread line and injuries that spread line changes to minus four minus seven and understanding how close some of these games are because you know in in college football spreads are like they'll get up like 35 in the nfl they're rarely above 12 so the game is going to be competitive. It's just a matter for how long. It's almost like can the shittier team outlast? Like if the game was six quarters, the Bills would have beaten the Jets. But it was only four quarters that the Jets won. So if you're betting on a bad team, can their shittiness outlast four quarters? <laughs> That'd be a funny thing to say as a coach. Y'all need to be progressively shit, less shitty per quarter. Go get him, boys. Break it down on three. Jesus. (laughs) I do wish I played football. I think that's more of my mentality. I played baseball. I don't know. I didn't have the brain for it. Like, my instincts weren't that good. I didn't really love the game that much. I didn't have great fundamentals. I didn't live and breathe the game. Some people really love it. Like, I I feel like I love stand-up comedy. And I, I can get down with all the nuance and the grindiness. And the sheer fundamentals of it. But baseball... I was like, man, just let me pitch, dude, not just fucking talk to me five days later. You know, I just leave me alone. That's what I liked about baseball was the isolation. I could go to work one day a week and then be left alone. Be totally, just be a ghost for five or six days until like, oh, he's this guy's still on the team? He pitched all right last time. I guess he'll pitch here and then take a shower in the corner and we'll see him again later. <laughs> That makes me sound weirder than I actually am. Yeah. I am strange, but that makes me sound like I was a, a very brooding, serial killer minor league baseball player. Which was not totally true. Um, gambling for shoes, you guys. <laughs> I, always, I always pray that someone is listening for the first time. Thinking that they're going to get something highly produced with commercials. I did an ad read three... Episodes ago, and it it almost ended the entire po- podcast franchise. It's alright. Look, anyone who's out there putting out a podcast, like kudos to them. Shit's not. This is hard to do. <laughs> Some people do it like every day, and so it's wild. But now that I'm feeling all the resistance in the world, let's do it. Let's do a commercial right now, guys. Listen, here it comes. I'm whispering like Joe Biden. Guys, today's episode of Gambling for Shoes, a real podcast with real commercials. This podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in sportsdrink spelled S-P-R-T-S-D-R-E-N-K. That is not it at all. It's sports drink, but, but without vowels, even though I added one. All we ask is that you... A- Close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Whoa! An ad read. This is going to be a good, a good... I was thinking during the ad read. What, I didn't get the show back on the rails. I feel like I went on a uh, an abstract tangent on competitive NFL football. But... Uh, Point is, I was up and down last week. If you couldn't tell, I I hit and then I lost big. You know, and it could have been a huge week if I just decided to not fucking just blindly back the bills. No, such a bummer. And as it was happening, like first quarter, I I'm I'm processing. You guys, I'll be over this in 15 seconds. the The bills were behind the whole game, but they like they were like behind like 13 to three. My guess over. It's like, damn, dude, we're, in a, we're learning a lesson today. But I think this week, this week, there's no bingies. What about this? Here's a mind fuckery. Here's a mind fuckery. I'm learning about uh, self-loathing. God, this is such a weird, a weird turn. And sometimes I think I project my self-loathing, the same self-loathing that puts me in stand-up comedy, onto my favorite team. And I only see the Bengals' weaknesses. And I have a bias that they're not as good as what they actually are. But that's not true. And I think it's costing me in the market. Because I'm like underestimating them. I'm hesitant to back them sometimes. Because I think that I have a bias for them because they're my favorite team. But in actuality, I have a bias against them. Because the self-loathing somehow. It's like a projection upon myself onto the Bengals. There is no other gambling podcast out there. That would take their favorite team and tie it to deeply personal psychology. <laughs> gambling for shoes, you guys. Thanks for checking us out. Um, but it, I, I, gambling and life, you got to know where your biases are. And I have a bias. i thinking for the Bengals, but I, in actuality, <laughs> it's against the Bengals because I see their warts. So sometimes they're hard to bet on. Like I, I bet on them last week, but I should have gone way harder because they're, the the Panthers stink. Anyway, gambling. I heard chess is like this. I've mentioned this before, but chess like teaches you about yourself, like strategy stuff like that. In terms of, like your pacing, how you attack, how you play defense. Are you too passive? I think gambling kind of does that too. So that's one that's one way to justify a highly unhealthy and corrosive thing that I do. But uh <laughs> it is fun. I do it within limitations. my losses they're they're larger in emotion than they are in money. You know it's more about being wrong because i'm inherently I'm betting on myself and my brain, and when you're just so plainly wrong, it takes you a little bit to to get over that because you're like, man, dude, I thought maybe uh that we were doing better than that, I that I was smarter than that." <laughs> But uh, this week, I don't really like this week's slate. No bingles no bingy, so I don't have to untie any childhood trauma or anything like that this week. So that that should clarify things. <laughs> should make things easier. Uh, but this week, don't really like the slate. I think there's one thing I'm learning. I thought that I needed to be rigid in my betting approach. One bet, one pair of shoes. But you're going to end up hedging. Like if you just do that, good luck not firing off a second bet for the afternoon games. You know, if your first bet goes to shit and you're like, well, that's it. I'm done for the week. There's no way. You're going to be like, no, dude, I'm, I'm in. I want to fight. I'm punching. You know, this is a boxing match. It's not fucking one round. Let's go. So discipline is definitely something you need to have a, a good understanding of. You need to be applying to it. But I also think like each week each slate of the games is its own like new chessboard. And you just gotta find out a way to make money. What's the what where are the where do you have an edge? So like this week, I feel confident that the Giants are gonna win at home against the Houston Texans. They're six and a half point favorites, maybe five and a half. I think like I saw it down to five and a half. I feel confident that Dallas is going to go into Green Bay and win. Five and a half point favorites. And I also think that there is no way the Chargers are going to beat the 49ers this week. They're down two receivers. They're way outclassed in terms of coaching staff, uh, defensive line, offensive line. Like, I just don't really see. It'll be close. It'll probably be a good game. And they, the Chargers may even cover. I don't see them winning in San Francisco. I think the Niners are off a bye, dude. Like, no way. It's not happening. Uh can't wait to play this audio back in fucking 8 days. Um <laughs> But so I feel certain, I feel a, a fair amount of certainty over over those, those three ideas. The Packers, the 49ers and the Giants all winning. But I also understand that Dallas could easily lose that game. You know, eventually you got to think that the Packers wake up and start playing better. But then again, I really see Dallas going in there and controlling the game and running the ball and winning like 24-17. But, and the Giants, I don't know. I still don't totally trust them, but I think they have a pretty good head coach. And they kind of have an idea of who they are. And I think they are also coming off a bye against a Jacksonville team that's like, Talented, but super inconsistent. Don't really see that really panning out. Wow. Am I crying or going through puberty? <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I feel like I could put, uh, let's say, let's call it $10. That's not the real number, but let's call it $10. $10 to win $12, or $100 to win $120. Whatever. Somewhere in there. I'm that. That's i'm gauging that and then the rest of the board can kind of go fuck itself i don't know i don't know i'm not too excited about any of these games so i think i'm going to stick with these what else what else can we talk about i was i was like it was the election this week and i was like maybe i should talk about that that seems like a, a thing that people will want to hear It's a topical thing let's be relevant then so like what? What could possibly? What could I possibly add to the situation? And does anyone care? Does anyone really give a fuck? I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I think we care for a little bit, and then it'll dissipate, and then, you know, it's like whenever you drop those like those alka 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 seltzer commercials where they drop and it fizzes and it's like and it looks violent. That's Like, and then it, then it smooths off and gets rid of your diarrhea or whatever. And I think that's kind of, you know, we're in the middle of the fizz right now. And in a couple of weeks, people won't really care anymore because we just don't, we don't have the capacity. We don't have the juice to really care about anything anymore. Right. I mean, we can try, but I will say it is strange. Like you would think that in the year of 2022, It wouldn't take a week to count votes. I'm just, I know this whole, this has been happening my whole life to where they're like, the election's over, but not really. We'll just keep counting. Don't, nothing weird's happening. I'm not even trying to be accusational. I just remember like the hanging Chad bullshit between Bush and, and, uh, Gore. Like the 20, the 2000 election, I think it was. The, it was a it like all came down to Florida or something, and uh, fucking, they did this recount and they were counting or not counting punch out holes. Those were called hanging chads, and that was like that was what the, was gonna determine the election. And it took them like I don't even know. It could have been days, but it might as well have been months. I don't no idea how long it was. I need a producer. Alexa, I, my Alexa doesn't. She didn't even... I, we don't have an Alexa. I would never, by the way. If you have an Alexa, set her on fire. See what she says. See if she talks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, hold on. Um. See if you can really make her scream. It's so funny. Damn it. I'm trying to get the Florida recount. This is why... I, I mean... A producer would be handy... But, didn't have to feed them, you know? Okay, so it lasted from November 8th to December 12th, 2000. I feel like I just said 12th weird. 12th? I either added or subtracted letters. I don't know. Um, That's a long time. That's a month. I don't know. I just feel like if you you can get a goddamn licorice dildo off of amazon here in three hours and if we can do that that sure we could tally just we can count one two three right <laughs> and i think that's that's probably it right there where, where where could we go after this i just i just satiated your gambling needs and i just told you everything you could ever possibly want to know about politics in america I did major in political science. I don't know if that was obvious <laughs> that you were dealing with a pro <laughs> that I just fucking nailed it. Uh, but thanks uh, thanks for listening. This has been Tur- Tucker Carlson gambling for shoes. Uh, tune in next week. I, 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 I'm going to do this three-team thing. I'm fairly certain that uh, it will at least be close. But the Bengals are back next week which means it's time to untangle more drama. All right, they're good. I'm good. We're good. Good night, everyone. Um, I love you.